Greetings, heroes and force users of all ages, and welcome back to Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I would say, as always, <laughs> but uh, that doesn't seem appropriate at this moment. But uh, you might remember my name is Dino Nicandros. Who Maybe. is that man? Maybe. How did you get into the Zoom? After, after my long uh, journey through the wilderness, I feel like a harfoot. <laughs> uh I'm I'm happy to be back with His my feet good are friends. Very hairy. <laughs> Thank you, Daniel. <laughs> I'm happy to be back with my great friends Alyssa Simmons. Hello. And Daniel Dawson. Hello there. And today we are talking episode three of Lord of the Rings: Rings of Power, Adar. And this was directed by Wayne Yip and written by Jason Cahill and Justin Doble. By God, we're Lord of the Rings fans. I don't know who you are or where you came from. I am Iron. Uh, I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. It smells like a new corn here. Inside the Tauntaun, this is our opening song. Alyssa, Tangentino, talking nerd stuff, come along. Inside the Tauntaun podcast, please like and subscribe. Welcome back for real this time, oh, Dina. Oh, Have Wi-Fi that works. Yeah, you had quite the the journey, the journey oh, this summer. It's been a long five months. <laughs> I can't wait to see it and read it in your memoir. No, I'm not going to read it, but I, I I can't wait no, to listen I'll read to it, your I'll memoirs. Read it. Yeah, right. You can I'll read, read it, it to too. me. Yeah, thank right. you. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Well, yes, it is. It is wonderful to be back. We have so much going on. We have so much. Going yeah, on. I've uh-huh. been struggling to keep up, but I think I'm caught up on all fronts. Oh, really? Sweet. I think I'm good. Do you want us to give us your your opinion on pretty much everything that we've done so far? <laughs> Just like really, really. <laughs> no, <fast>. I don't <laughs> honestly. <laughs> well, actually, though, I am very curious. Um, you know, since we're you know on the subject of yeah. Lord of the Rings, um, yes. the Rings of Power. Do you, what was your opinion of the first two episodes at least? Yeah, I'll give you my general impression of this show. Yeah, give us the generals. Uh, well, we we t- this is all yet. stuff we ta- kind of briefly touched on in our group text and you and Daniel, mm-hmm. Melissa, uh, really got into on uh, last episode. Oh my God, you listened? Yes. Aww. Of course I did. That was a long um, one too. It's like an hour forty-nine. Like an hour forty-nine. Yeah, yeah. It was a very long one. No, it it was it was fantastic, and and you really covered a lot of my sentiments. It it looks exactly uh, like the money that was spent on it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. Like you can tell where the dollars went, and they were well spent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it is such. It would a be a fun, like honestly, uh, just the like you know, like a, a special features type of thing where they literally just showed dollar signs on or, you know, like <laughs> right. on all Price the tags for each effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love that. Very How many much. hours this one took? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it is the a really terrific blend of of ripping imagery f- directly from Tolkien. Mm-hmm. And and then taking imagery from Peter Jackson's movies mm-hmm. and and marrying them together like Middle Earth feels familiar, yeah. 
but also very, very new. Fresh. And, uh, and the same goes for the the music. Uh, Howard Shore, you guys oh, talked I'm about, so happy he, about uh, that. He wrote the theme, but Bear McCreary is, has written a terrific score for this. That sounds yeah. like Howard Short did it. Yeah, and, totally. And what's even more impressive is that they're they're kind of having to navigate the um, the landscape both visually and musically of not really being able to reuse anything yeah, from tricky from mm-hmm. from Jackson's movies, right? Uh, but the, the fact that they've been able to to make us feel like they one leads into the other mm-hmm. is is There's very been more very impressive. Than- there's been more than nods and winks for sure. Oh yeah. 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 This um third episode like, in particular wow. feels so very connected. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It just like Even it just like, totally clicked. Like when I, we when we get into Numenor for the first time, you're just like Numenor. Oh, 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 even yeah, when you that's um, it, that's it. Uh there there's even like camera angles, I feel. I know that sounds silly, but like 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 camera angles of certain characters like like yeah. that are very very reminiscent of oh yeah like, that's all the Lord of the Rings films that like, is all they, on purpose yeah like they they do some zoom in some zooms ins of um of like Galadriel's eyes mm-hmm. you yes know, that yeah are, yeah like so reminiscent of Cate Blanchett mm-hmm. yeah. yeah totally they're like look how much she looks like Cate Blanchett it's like <laughs> well and then and then so not only having to juggle the fact you can't really reuse a ton of of stuff that they used in Jackson's movies. The fact right. that they don't have the rights to the Silmarillion, right? And and they're having to dance okay. around it, yeah. using the appendices. And, yes, uh, I I think all Which, in I mean, all, there, there's a fair amount of stuff from the Silmarillion that are also in the appendices. Yes, too, it, so. it's just not nearly as um, detailed. Detailed, and uh, if if you're a really hardcore Tolkien scholar, I'm sure you could find things to. To to nitpick, but oh, Owen, able to oh, take, and they are, oh, and they are, and, and they are, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I think Perhaps all in all, being able to kind of thread the needle and still tell a complete story while not having access to the full story is mm-hmm. is pretty commendable. Yeah, um, and I, 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 um, I mean, you listened to our last episode. Now you probably heard, um, uh, Alyssa's Forbes friend. <laughs> yeah, my, my good Forbes yeah. friend. A good Forbes friend that said that it's like to to approach this like it's a really expensive like super super duper expensive the most fan expensive fiction. fan fiction yeah. ever mm-hmm. yes. ever which I I I that is a very safe and fun way to approach this because because then you won't you, get you take a lot about, of weight off of it then you won't get huffy about timeline liberties or yeah. new adding new characters and yeah yeah yeah. 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 And um, I mean, and so far, even even in that, because I mean, I'm I'm not I don't really consider myself a uh, Lord of the Rings scholar, but I am a a you know quite the heavy, I'm very fat. No, I'm quite the, <laughs> quite the heavy Tolkien fan. Yeah. Um, I don't you know I'm not I don't I, I'm not like a gatekeeper either, but I I come through and come at it with a critical eye and be like, wait a second. Let me look at my Tolkien encyclopedia. That doesn't sound right. Um, but I'm, I, I'm, I'm not like that. I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, I could see why they did that. That's cool. Like, so far, it hasn't. I haven't like been like, uh, they just did that because, in you know, like rolling my eyes. You know, <laughs> it hasn't been like that yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 
it's clear that they're they're more i think they are more interested in keeping visual consistency with jackson's movies than they are creating something entirely new and i actually think that is the route you want to go yeah i do totally. if you're gonna if you're, if you're gonna do five episodes or five seasons or however many they have planned for this uh of television then i i think the, the audience you're catering to are the people who grew up with the movies mm-hmm. yeah and for and sure. again tolkien goal gatekeepers are are not going to be pleased by that, but because they weren't, they weren't, they pleased, weren't pleased with the with three the movies either. Exactly. Yeah. And, and nothing said films. about the Hobbit, which we won't talk about. But, yeah. No, it's okay. But, even but, um, though there were there were there were moments. redeemable cool things sure. Sure. in the Hobbit for and sure. And studio and right, we don't need to go the rabbit hole of the studio involvement, kind of hamstringing Peter Jackson and all that. But yeah. uh, too many uh, fingers yeah, but, in the pie there. Too many. Fingers right. In the and pie. and it, I, I have to say, I think that might have been my chief concern with Amazon getting its hands on yeah, this property, totally. having too many cooks in the kitchen. And it's early, it's early days, but yeah, we still are three episodes in. I'm like, it, it, there seems to be unified vision in the writers' room, unified vision from your showrunners. Yeah. And, um, Cause I mean, it just looks like a million uh, bucks. All these different locations and stuff, you know, you'll have like your first director, your second director, your third director, you know, doing all these different things. And they, they, you might end up with like, you know, different scenes feeling like completely different films, but they all feel super connected so far, which is super great. It does. Lucky for us. And yeah, it looks like a million bucks. And so you'd say generally you liked it. (laughs) Generally, I liked it. Ah, good. (laughs) Excellent. Um, what about this episode in particular? Well, we said it in our, our well, one of you said it in our group text, uh, violent. So <laughs> yeah. violent. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, surprisingly it was, so. It yeah. was me. Cause I'm always the, I'm the violent, I'm the violent swimp. Yeah. Right. I um, right. love it. I love it. Uh, Daniel has been playing very violent video games since um he was two years old so true. um he's not affected his mind in, is in, tainted in the yes. slightest but my um, mind has a taint You're yeah right. i mean all this all this stuff <laughs> no 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 it doesn't um sure maybe does. maybe yours Disgusting. does actually yeah, to be honest right. um <laughs> uh all this stuff with the orcs and then yeah. the um halbrand alley fight scene was yeah. quite owie yeah, I mean, I mean, I it was surprisingly so. I, I like and Peter, why did they have to do a broken bone again? To, uh, two I'm episodes not. in a row. I it's don't want to see that. That's I don't want to see it. Now, the sound I'm designer not, is very proud of himself. I, I am not squeamish at all, but like when it comes to broken bones, that's where I'm like, Ugh. yeah. No, yeah. I, I was gonna say though, like if you go back to like Peter Jackson's films, um, they're quite violent too. The way no, he they, got around they it definitely was, are. Yeah, the way he got around it was that most of the violence like was put upon like the orcs. Yes, um, I was going to say it's always a little bit easier for me and probably most people to handle when it is uh, fantastical creatures. Yeah, you right. and it's see, not like, so much blood like as opposed you know, to red. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It feels it doesn't feel it, quite as bad. It doesn't feel bad. quite as like real as yeah. right. a, human on human violence i mean peter jackson um you know is a like self-admitted like horror like lover and like was very like you know wanted to be like gore forward um gore but you know so he yeah gore word if you will sure um (laughs) so he kind of got his way in in certain 
in certain ways. Uh, but in, yeah, I, and, and I just, you know, assumed because we were, what is the actual rating on this show? I don't remember. I thought it was something like. Mm, that's a good question. Let me look. Isn't it PG-13 or something? Let's see. Or it might even be like. Yet, yes. What uh, it is. It is. It is. I don't see it any is. rating on here. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Yeah, I don't. Where is this? I don't know. But it's it's, it's, it's NC-17. I'll Google while you're talking. (laughs) We're going to see collateral stints at some point for sure. Guaranteed. Collateral stints. It's it's TV-14. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that checks out. That checks out. And so far, that still still checks out. What's funny... What's funny is like because I've been catching up on everything all at once. Yeah. Um, so I watched this one back to back with uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, awesome! And oh, yeah, which, which is really... which is so much fun. Like, what a fall we're gonna have! Like, I'm I'm oh. I'm just nerding out, but um, just the seeing how violent this episode was, and then comparing it to House of Dragon, I was like, oh, this is a G-rated show. This is fine. So that's where they could have gone. Yeah. Ex- yes. Exhibit A of why there- I could never watch any Game of Thrones properly. Yeah, there's HBO bringing yeah. us no. right back into the filth. Yeah, we do it. We do. We love it. We do love it. Um, but yeah, so 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 this episode was, uh, it definitely had all the things. We had, we had, um, we had lore, we had yeah, lore dumps. We had violence. We had. Um... I think this episode was the, I think the second time I've kind of made kind of an audible noise while watching. The mm. first one was actually the prologue of of episode sure. one oh, and seeing yeah. the War of the Wrath and Woo-hoo! and uh, just yeah, stunning, friggin' cool. Very. And this time it uh, it was when they were sailing into to Numenor. Numenor and and, and one one. It being exactly as I pictured it, and and very derivative from yeah. a lot of sketches that have been done over the mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. But but we were talking about the uh, close attachment to Peter Jackson's kind of take on the Lord of the Rings imagery, and, and yeah. that looks like something ripped right out of. Oh yeah, Gondor, well, and, and, and truthfully, so. he um, you know uh, he ripped those straight from the pages too. Oh, no, know? no, of, no, yeah. of course. I'm just saying, just as it was and... seen. Mm-hmm. As we saw it, it looks. It, yeah. It, the uh, the visual similarity similarities are. Uh, um, I'm forgetting his name right now. Like the classic, um, Lord of the Rings. Oh, the artist. Artist. Yeah. Let me remind myself. Remind me, just like I'm looking in my books right now, but this one, this yeah. one I don't think is actually. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to remember his his name. Darn it! Anyways, Too many he's names. a really great guy, and he's very, very talented. Um, but yeah, I the um, I think that it's good that they're kind of pulling from the same yeah. Yeah, artist yeah. because it does have that connective tissue that we all like. Right. Yeah, for instance, like in Numenor, you can see like a lot of the uh, um, the structures there. Um, uh, it just helps us like with our memories of what Minas Tirith looks like, and you're like, right. oh, you can see how. The Gondorians um, are. Yeah. Oh, it's John. Uh, John Howe. Ancestral. John Howe is John the Howe! visual artist that. Is, is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The visual artist John Howe. Well, even even the uh, the giant statues. Yeah. The the. Uh, uh, oh yeah. The, 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 Ar- the, the Argonath from mm-hmm. the uh, Fellowship of the Ring that we see in Fellowship oh, of the Ring. Yes. 
very much. You see something, the architecture being very similar to that. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's so, so, so cool. Definitely. Uh, and I, I cannot believe it's a TV show. I was like, I need to see, <laughs> I needed to see this episode in a theater. Oh. In an IMAX screen. I mean, oh. how much have we said recently? So much of this new streaming Gosh. property we wish we could see, but this one, of all of them that have come out in the last couple of years, truly, they've got it. They've got to do some form of. I don't know how. Did they? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they did, would somehow. Did they do a theater thing for? I thought they did, right? They did very limited for the first two episodes. They did. Okay, they had a couple limited screenings. I really missed out, I, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have no place to go see to that. Been but, in that room. Damn. Yeah, yeah, how I about, that was super that? cool. Maybe, I mean, you know, if they did it once and it was like successful. Yeah, maybe, maybe they'll, they'll do, do some form of or, event where they charge yeah. people a couple hundred bucks. and Yeah, if people right. are willing to give money, they, they'll, mm-hmm. they'll take it, you know. God yeah. willing. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so um, Daniel, Daniel, what were your generals on this episode? Well, I mean, I kind of, uh, you know, more or less repeating um, Dino's thoughts like i i seeing numenor i think was probably the biggest takeaway for me um because you know after reading the silmarillion and yep. um uh you know just envisioning it in my head and it does it i think it was i mean i don't know i guess my imagination just isn't as uh as um maybe it's just not as great but it, the this this p- depiction of it is better than i imagined it and it's sure. like just so beautiful and um, steeped with lore, which is so cool. And that's the thing that really gets my nerd juices flowing, you know, seeing, um, you know, the giant statue of, um, oh, God, what's his name? Oh, jeez. It's Elrond's father. I know that. Oh, yeah. Um, what is? Erendil, is that right? Er- no? Ellen, Elendil. 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 Uh, no, Elendil. That's that's Elend- that's. Elendil is. Oh no, um, no, he's uh, Aragorn's uh, ancestor. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, uh, um, I think it's uh, Elrond's. Elrond's father. Elrond's father is is Erend Erendil. See, right. oh my God, right. I'm not right. crazy, right. you guys. Right. right. Yeah. So and he um uh yeah so Elrond's twin brother, Elros. Yeah. Yes. Founded. Numenor. Uh, he chose to be a man, um, which is interesting. I, 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 I did you? <laughs> yeah. There's, there's lots of really great. Lo- I mean, this is the. It, what gets me excited is that there's like, um, you know, seeing these, these, these things, these ancient things. At least for me as a nerd, I know, like, if I were seeing this and not having read the books first, I'd be like, whoa, what is that? And it would encourage me right, to right. like pick up a book and being like okay i gotta read what the hell or even early even if it is just like the encyclopedia and just like um what is that, Who is that? what is that name going yeah because really and, yeah. The, wh- this is the honestly the the tolkien encyclopedia is like a choose your own adventure tolkien sure, choose your own sure. adventure because it, it's a deep ra- like uh rabbit hole because you will look up um you know, okay, who the hell is Arendelle? And then you go Arendelle, and he's like um, the father of Elrond and Nelros, and and then you start looking up all these other names. You're like, wait, what the hell? And then you like, 
Oh my God. Suddenly you've read all of the Silmarillion. <laughs> How did right. this happen? <laughs> and retained um, about 20% of it. Uh, yeah, right, right. If, if, if so, your first read through is anything like mine, it was just like, Yeah, yes. Daniel and I talked about that last week. I just, I yeah. was not, the few times that I've attempted have not ever been in the right headspace mm-hmm. to basically yeah. be reading names and locations uh, yeah. for 7,000 hours. Um, yeah. It, but it needs it really does um you know it does require a bit of um research like as you're reading it like it like i think that when you can come across a name you're like mm. and then you well it yeah, just sort it, of like it to me you know having <laughs> grown up in a very religious household right. it like for me immediately feels like old testament where you're yes. just literally reading names and, and who they places begot and or who beget. they who exactly <laughs> who, who beget who beget beget who beget who for like so many begets for so many begets Maurice the begets <laughs> <laughs> bum bum uh yeah Here's so I maybe someday it will happen for me maybe this time um. Uh, yeah. So right, generally, so generally it was pretty dope. I, but that was like I think my those were your my main takeaways. The, the super duper coolest takeaway was Numenor mm-hmm. and um, seeing yep. the uh, and and also just I think um, uh, it got me excited just because like knowing the lore and kind of like I think I'm starting to see like w- like where they're going to place the the timeline. I think and um, yeah. like. Uh, I mean, based on the um, appendices, because I'm like, you know, but like we said last week, they are smushing time together. Oosh. They have to. For, right. right. There's for, way too much. Yeah. yeah. Smushing and, time and together and also kind of so taking long. some, you know, timeline liberties there. So it's looking like we're in second age between the years of 40 and 445. Huh? <laughs> right now. Right. Right now, generally speaking, based on general. the based on That's the appendices, four hundred forty-two. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Thank you. Forty-four forty-two. Yeah, which is when technically, um, like Sauron begins to stir in Middle Earth again. So, yep. like he keeps stirring. He's it's a little stirring. Stir. He is. Ooh. Ooh. Adar. <laughs> Adar. Adar. Are you Adar? <laughs> or are you a door? Um, well, uh, now what? Well, well, what about you, Alyssa? Did you? Yeah, I think you, you seem to I enjoy you, it as well. I think you two pretty much covered it. It was beautiful. I gasped when we entered Numenor <gasps> for the first time. Those, those. I mean, just the sails on those ships. I was so like, beautiful. what? It reminded me so much of this. Um, <laughs> that's a weird memory of, of this director I had in college who was really obsessed with like flowy clothing okay, and like flowy okay. draperies and stuff. So mm. like in like certain like songs and stuff, there would be just like, you know, flowy things happening. We would be responsible for this flowing fabric behind mm. things. And it really just reminded me of that because it was, it really is <laughs> very, very random. But it was so pretty. I mean, I was like, I get it. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what the director's intended. Oh, there. Yeah. He was like, that guy that loves the flowy. <laughs> oh my God. What if he was a production person on the show? He absolutely, he absolutely isn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, well, not loved it. Attitude. Loved it. Thought it was beautiful, and had to plug my ears and close my eyes a few times. <laughs> and yeah, that's that. 
That's great. Well, That's should we should we kind of go through this thing, Daniel? We have you're a fair ready amount to, to cover. Yeah, ready to I, I drive I, this ship. I'll, I'll, mm, well, good luck to us all. Okay. Yes, I'll I'll drive the ship and feel free to interrupt and if you have want to interject your feelings and thoughts because I know I would. <laughs> um, right. Go for we it. We start off the episode confirming that Arandir uh, was indeed taken by orcs. Uh, and he and a few of his fellow elves are being used for slave labor to dig tunnels and trenches. What a bummer for them. Um, the orcs have covered them, uh, covered themselves, um, cause of their sensitivity to l- sunlight. Um, also love those details of like yep. all the random things that they're, you know, they've collected and stolen yeah. from their captives. It's so cool. Um, and they're basically turning the Southlands into what we all know and love. The happy, Oof. friendly, lush, super fun, but slightly spooky Airbnb, Mordor. <laughs> I um, want my money back. <laughs> and two stars on Yelp. Um, we also start hearing whispers of this orc leader uh, named Adar. Um, Adar. Who could that be? Woo, woo, um, and then we're back on the ship with, uh, th- th- this, this episode jumps around quite a lot. Um, mm-hmm. we're back on the ship with, um, Galadriel and Halibrand. Um, and we find that we have been, uh, picked up and rescued by none other than Isildur's zaddy, Elendil. Elendil. Oh, bitch. Um, <laughs> yes, this is the same Isildur! Uh, that eventually will grow up to take his father's sword and slice the one ring from Sauron's hand and put an end to his evil for a little while. He becomes corrupted by the ring and destroys, um, doesn't destroy it and keeps it for himself and eventually is killed. Very sad. Um, Galadriel is hella suspicious of everything. Uh, cause even though, uh, she's been saved, it feels like she's being held captive. Um, Ellen Deal has her dagger and she's not pleased about it. Um, Ellen Deal is not the king yet. These are informations. Cause I was thinking at the time, I was like, wait, is he the, he's not the leader now. Yeah. Um, turns out they're being taken to Numenor, uh, the giant island nation that the Valar, um, Valar, Valar gifted to the men, uh, who fought against Morgoth. Uh, so these are the, uh, quote, end quote, good men. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and as the, re- as... as the queen regent says later to Galadriel, we weren't given these lands. Oh, you our... weren't? No, because our people died <laughs> for the right. cause. And, and yeah. I like that they are, I mean, it, it it's, it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting conversation because like in the Silmarillion, they, they, um, they do talk about. Like, but I think they were, we're going to get more, um, I feel like we're going to get more of the, of the, the men's opinion of why they're so upset. Sure. And and, and, and they're going to, they're going to like, at least help us get to, I mean, I still don't, I still don't like agree with the way that they're going about it, but I understand where they're coming from. Um, but yeah, I, I think a lot of it stemmed from, uh, not necessarily from that, but um, of their jealousy of not being able to go to Valinor. They're, the Valar, Valar is just like, no, can't come. Sorry, you're mortal. So <laughs> you can have Numenor and that's it. 
Um, yeah. Um, where was I? Um, Sorry. Um, boop, 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 Galadriel's oh, yes. super suspicious. She's hella suspicious. Um, yeah, and I, I just wrote down, can we talk about how much my nerd nipples hurt watching this? Um, Numenor <laughs> yes. looks so cool. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed. I'm just obsessed. Um, something of note. Um, oh, I, I, yeah, I just wrote down basically what we talked about before about like the 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 giant statue of Arendil, um, and his sons Elrond and Elrond's twin brother Elros, who chose a mortal man life and became the he became the first king of Numenor. Um, Arendil uh fought against Morgoth's minions, uh, riding in his ship in the sky. Um, and actually eventually becomes a star, I think, because <laughs> honestly, um, uh, Elros and the good, uh, the good men follow that star that Arendil becomes, mm-hmm. and that's how they originally find, uh, the island of Numenor. Yeah, which is interesting that you're talking about a person becoming a star, because we have a line later in this episode that, um, Sadik the leader of the Harfoots says yes. about, yes, I've known, I've known a person to become a star, but not the other way around. Yeah. We got stars becoming men. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, and yeah, which, which, you know, I think that like, um, you know, some, t- like, I think some Tolkien fans, you know, the gatekeepers are like, when they, when they heard about this, like Comet man, they're all like, <laughs> That wasn't in the books. That makes no sense. But, like, when you really think about it, like, you know, when a person that, like, literally becomes a star, like, what what's so crazy about it happening the other way around? It's like, <laughs> No, I accept it. I accept it that way, I but I that. don't accept it the other way. <laughs> Not the other way. No. I, I refuse. People are dumb. Um. So, let's see here. Um. Oh, yeah. And then we also hear that name again, Arendelle, um, uh, when and this is interesting because Galadriel is one of our, um, you know, probably the most main character in the story so far. Um, she gifts the light of Arendelle to Frodo when all other lights go out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So something also to note about these men. Oh, they were also gifted um, with a longer lifespan. Uh, than mm. that of their normal Middle Earthian men, um, still mortal, but they live hella longer. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, Isil- Isildur, um, and then eventually Aragorn. They um, will live much longer than their other male counterparts. Right. Yep. Um, uh, when we start. To, we're starting to see in Numenor that there are two distinct groups of people. The ones that are still friendly with the um, Valar and the elves, um, they're called the Faithful. I don't think that they've really actually said that in the show so far, but right. I just from my memory. Um, and the ones that have turned their back on them that are called the Kingsmen. Um, it turns out uh, that a lot, of ma- a lot of the men are jealous little bitches and <laughs> got really miffed that the Valar wouldn't allow them to sail into the West to Valinor. Um, only the immortal elves were allowed. And that made them hella bummed. Um, the ones currently in control of Numenor are on the side that doesn't welcome elves. Um, so Galadriel being there now is a big deal. And she is not greeted um, with a warm welcome. She is greeted by Muriel, who is the queen currently. Her father, 
is King Palantir. Mm-hmm. Um, Galadriel wants yeah, very fascinating, very fascinating. Um, Galadriel wants to go back to Middle Earth because she's got shit to do. Yeah. Um, but the queen is like, hell no, bitch. Uh, the tension is thick. Halibrand effectively cools the waters a bit and asks for more time so they can reconsider giving them passage to Middle Earth. Um, Farazan and Muriel um, talk about Galadriel afterwards, and Muriel seems to think she's no big deal. But Farazan is worried that she's going to start making waves. And I think he's right. Although I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of this Farazan fella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got questions. Farazan, I think, is a little racist. Um, <laughs> and I think that Muriel, a I little, think it, I just a little. I think that um, uh, there, there's definitely. I mean, you know, obviously, there's there's a civil war that's kind of about to happen. Yes. Um, you know, it's it's there's percolating. Um, but I think that there's also like a Game of Thrones situation that's happening Very much too, so. where people are playing. They're playing the game, and I think that fa- the Muriel is playing the game very well. I think, yeah. um, uh, because if memory serves me right, her father um, is one of the faithful. Yes, um, he is, and that is mm-hmm. why they she he's not like currently like the visible king. Like he's just like up at his tower, just like chilling, and she's like. I think that that was like, and she's like, mm, we don't like the elves, but I think that that's just a, I think it's a front because it's like her way of keeping the throne in the family and being like, Farazan, you're, you don't need to rule. We're good. Cause like, I don't like the elves too. So, eh? um, I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> um, well, yeah, because she could have like, you know, as the regent queen, like she could have, commanded like galadriel be killed totally super easily just been like yeah sorry you you can't be here so or just cast right. out yeah or right. like yeah banished away literally put in prison right right off the bat like and yeah, that yeah, yeah. didn't happen so yeah totally so some, something something's happening um Farazan and Muriel also talk about Elendil and about what his deal is um and then we cut to his son Isildur our very first look at our our uh, fated king. Um, that who is, that uh, um that training ship sequence really stressed me out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I didn't care for that. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, there was a special kind of anxiety that happened during that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's something about yeah ships that are like out of control. It's like yeah, uh, oh. yeah and the guy the like his friend getting like flung off, and then they right. had to re- rope him back in. I was like, I don't, yeah. I don't like this doesn't look fun and they all love it they, they love do. it and what's so, their yeah, what's just... their line they say the sea is always right or the sea yeah. is always right, right. Well, <laughs> that so, me, yeah it's, that it's made me giggle like, i don't know why. yeah it's like the customer is always right i was like i that it's not it's not super um like yeah, yeah it's fine yeah well, i noted fine. kind of like the horrible foreboding that i don't remember that in the books i don't think that's a book thing the sea is always right <laughs> I, don't. But, I feel like uh, Tolkien would have written something a little more poetic than that but right I could be wrong. <laughs> the, the horrible foreboding of of something like that when when you realize the eventual fate of numenor and yeah yeah it's like the sea is always right and it and it is and it, and it, it is. will it will take you yeah tolkien would have written it. something like you know the the right, the sea always is. <laughs> Different franchise. So, to- yeah, Tolkien um, is Yoda. 
Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it would have Obviously. been something very the crossover very event. And like, oh. <gasps> I mean, that's why. That's why they're making people into stars and stars into people. That, that that's gonna bring us into space. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Isildur is just a wee little cadet on the ship, literally learning the ropes. Um, and we hear a lady whispering mm-hmm. uh, his name off and the Isildur shores, off the west. Gets distracted by it. Mm-hmm. Um. And then his friend calls out to him, um, and I'm curious if you guys got this vibe too, because I mean, I, I think that it was very purposeful, but like they put kind of like a weird echo. I mean, I know that it's because he was like sort of in his mind and distracted about whatever this whisper was. So like when his friend's voice comes back in, it's also a little echoey, mm-hmm. but it feels like, and I, I, I'm probably just biased because like I quote that line all the time: "The cast it into the fire." Is it do? <laughs> yeah, it, it did. It literally sounded just like yes. that to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay, cool. I'm not crazy. A, a, a little bit, yes. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. Um, but yeah, they land their ship on land, and their friends have a cute little convo, and they do some guy stuff. Because, <laughs> guess, you know, guys just can't talk. They have to, like, wrestle while they talk, you I know? Guess I guess so. I, uh, that's I, how I communicate. It was <laughs> very, always, very broy. y I, I like, know. I always find that stuff so funny. I'm just like, but why, though? Why? Just, just, uh, just stand there and talk. I don't yeah, know. Meet, us at the, meet us at the cantina. Like, <laughs> <laughs> punch, punch, punch. Throw you on the ground. I, I um, uh, <laughs> it's like, you know, me and my gay friends, we always tap dance when we talk. It's <laughs> Obviously. Very, and lisp. Uh, lisp while you <laughs> tap dance. So lispel while you work. Um, but yeah, so uh, we then meet um, Aaron, Arian, Arian. I, I can't pronounce her name yet. Um, but this is Isildur's the sister. sister? Yes. Yeah. yes. Non-canon alert. Non-canon alert. Yeah, she does not exist. New. Beep boop. Um, but yeah, very excited to see where what why why. They thought it was important to add her because I'm sure there's a reason, God willing. Um, we're then back with uh, Ellen Deal and Muriel, and she's um, grinding on his name, and it's meaning um, because it means one who loves the stars, but it also means elf friend, mm-hmm. um, which here in Numenor is a dirty word. Um Elendil is doing a great job uh, walking the political tightrope and not ruffling any feathers. Um, Muriel gives Elendil a job and asks him to keep an eye on Galadriel and make sure that she doesn't do any funny business. Um, yeah. And all the while, I think the, like, I think Muriel, again, is also, like, playing the game very well, too, here. Like, you know... Yes. I think that she's she's prodding him like be like mm, are you friends oh you were friends okay me too me too me too you know mm-hmm. but like they're both still playing the game really well and um yeah so uh then we're back in the orc pit we're jumping around crazy um the elves are conspiring on how to successfully escape and also wondering why they're making them do what they're doing um it turns out they're searching for something um and I'm thinking, I mean, I can't stop thinking about the broken sword, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, assumedly that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they're going to be like, nah, it's this other random thing that we haven't yeah, talked that about would, yet. I, I mean, that would track, right? Yeah. Because it's there and, yeah. And the orc was in their house, like, it was, uh, around. It was, uh, what, Narsil, right? Is that the name no, of the sword? No. Am I thinking I of? No. Um, 
you're thinking of um uh, that was the sword that cut the ring from yeah yeah, yeah which is yeah. which is actually a sildor's yes, uh, right, well not sorry right, it's right. it's um elendil, elendil uh, sildor's yes, dad's yes, but we, yes. we haven't seen that sword yet i don't yeah, know if right. it's i'm not sure if it's been forged yet question mark um yeah but, no well uh, no maybe it hasn't been i'm trying to think uh yeah the the the, the um the blade that cut the ring right <laughs> Uh, but yes, it is a sword. I, I'm not sure. I honestly don't know if um, uh, if Tolkien really ever if uh, ever really talked about Sauron's sword being super special. So this might be another thing that's like, oh, let's just make the sword special because that you know right. gives yeah. us a reason to bring Boopity Boop over here. And you know, I, I I'm cool with it. It seems it, yeah. It, 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 honestly, and like the people that are huffy, I, I want to remind you that in the appendices. Like in the year breakdowns, there is literally nothing from year Zero from year forty to year four hundred and forty-two. <laughs> so just a reminder <laughs> that that's like a, an enormous chunk of time where yeah. Tolkien didn't write anything that happened in that yeah. time. And again, this like we're not nobody's saying that this is now like what like you know Tolkien intended or you know or this is now going forward what like all. Tolkien things will will reference this and say that this is exactly what happened. It's not what anybody's saying. Um, again, just a really cool fan fiction um, and expensive. Um, but yeah, so far I'm super on board. The boop bap boop beep. boop. They also discuss this Adar character, and that it's weird. That they use an elvish uh, word Name. for father mm -hmm. to describe their leader. Um, I mean, this has got to be Sauron, right? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Unless you're in the camp of thinking Halbrand is, which uh, I, mm. I, I, I don't buy that. I'm not there either. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't so. Think... That seems like it's a bit of a misdirect to me. That's far yeah. out. Yeah. And, and I, I, I um, yeah, I, I understand. Um, I understand the sentiment, the sentiment, because um, I mean, you know, he is. Um, eventually, Sauron does find himself in Numenor, right? Um, and I think that yeah, there's there's definitely some, uh, and you know, we, so far we've seen him be very cunning, um, a skilled fighter, but that doesn't necessarily like like make my mind like go no, to no, like there hasn't really not. been like a good enough hints yet i would feel like we would see him doing like some sorcery or something like that like and be like oh what the fuck you know i i, I yeah not there yet but um i'm thinking i'm thinking sauron is is in the southlands yeah yeah um interesting uh to go back if to it's not Sauron, i am completely stumped i'm like yeah who, who is that <laughs> who the um, hell is a dar the uh the orc camp and and building these tunnels one yeah one it is to avoid sunlight. sunlight right but i i i do wonder if they're digging these tunnels to transport things mm, and yeah I, we're gonna get um, you know all sorts of answers on what's going on there but uh yeah i i think it's um i i i mean in infrastructure first of all because right. you know they're they're you know preparing to uh, you know eventually build Orthanc. is that the name of the tower yeah. no, that's that that's at uh no it's oh, a no, baradur you're baradur. absolutely right baradur. 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 Yeah. Yeah. you were thinking of isengard yeah, yeah thank you yeah. um 
Similar towers, different. Yeah, one of two towers. One of, oh, right. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Sounds cool. um, what? Oh, my God. Um, but yes, they're, they're, they're preparing to build uh, Sauron's, um, his home, home away from home. Um, and, summer house, if you will. Yeah, his little summer house. Um, but yeah, I think, um, that, yeah, they're, because they're, they're, it looks like they're not even just tunnels. They're like, might just be trenches too, which is like, they're preparing for war. They're preparing for, cause you know, they're, they're assuming that they're going to, you know, get, like like the armies are gonna start coming in and trying to like put a kibosh on all of it, and they're like, let's let's build some infrastructure, like you know, get this ready. For well, our, I don't remember who said it. If it was uh, uh, Aaron Deer or um, uh, Aaron Deer, the uh, the other uh, elf. Uh, what's his face? Um, oh, the yes, um, the the, one that's, the watch that's little... the watchman guy or the yeah um, I, the curly haired one. Uh, there was the suggestion they were looking for something. Yes, yes, right, and that's what I was talking about. We were yeah. like, "Why are we digging? Yeah. We must be yeah. looking for so, something." Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm thinking it's the sword, and that's probably also right. why right. they're, um, you know, perhaps thinking, "Oh, maybe it got buried, so let's right. let's dig tunnels until we right. find it." So it's like they're almost like they're mining, yeah, mm-hmm. like or or excavating, um, right. like they're they're. Um, little, you know, Indiana Jones orcs <laughs> looking for their their idol. Um, so let's see here. Um, the orcs want to cut down a tree that's in their way, and the elves are trying to convince them to dig around it. And the orcs are not having it. Um, they do the whole bait and switch routine and offer some water, only to immediately slice one of their throats. That was. Tense. Yeah, you, you knew you knew it was coming, but uh, I know, I know. They did too, which is so geez. sad. They're like, oh, I guess this is gonna be it then. Um, and then the elves are like, JK, we'll totes cut that shit down. Sorry about it. <laughs> um, at least our Arondir does. Um, and then we're back with Galadriel, who, to no one's surprise, is trying to piece the F out and steal a ship. Um Ellen Deal gets in her way and she's obvi pissed. Um, but he cools her down by speaking to her in Ken Quenya. Um, and she's definitely like taken off guard and he knows how to speak her language. Um, he reveals that not everyone in Numenor uh hates elves and they still teach their language in the Hall of Lore. Um, Gladriel's elf ears perk up when she hears the lore hall and also, absolutely loves horseback riding. Just, just could, lit up. Could not be more thrilled about the horse. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, we get this gorgeous sweeping shot of them riding horseback. I mean, literally, like gorgeous shots. And her um, smiling, which we haven't seen yet. So. Right. Very some. I to me, I like. I wrote down very awkward slow motion shots of Galadriel smiling really big because she's barely having a great time. That was another college um, theater director fabric moment. Oh sure, so, yeah. I like I said, I'm sure he's on the production he's team. Yeah, definitely. Not um, funny, but yeah, I mean, I think it's just alarming just because like we've never really seen her have that good of a time on the show yet. So it's like right. highly unusual. <laughs> it's like, a very stark very difference. Serious. Yeah. yeah, you're such a serious lady, and all of a sudden, horse. Did someone oh say horse? God. Did someone <laughs> say horse? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, hey, that's per- that's perfect for how you introduced the show last week, Daniel. 
Fellow horse. horse. Oh my god, fellow horses. Oh my god, I knew. Somehow I knew. <laughs> he said I fellow did. horses. Fellow horses. <laughs> I knew it. That is hilarious. That's funny. Um yeah, so I mean, I guess and I think the other thing too is is that like um it felt a little bit like uh um there there wasn't like a build up to it like where like <laughs> sure. you know early on we were introduced to her being like Oh, horses. These are the horses that I love, you know, and then like, you know, it's just all of a sudden. It's like, whoa. Did you say ride? Um, Yeah. Oh, Chris, I don't know if necessarily the horse that she like, but she really loves to ride. Yeah, that was kind of the uh, yeah. She is she's having a great time. Anyways, I I, I digress. <laughs> we have Quite more important things to talk about. No, let's just keep um, talking about the horse. <laughs> but the horses, though. Um, then we go to Halibrand, who is attempting to smith something. He, he I guess he wants to work. Yeah, he wants, he wants... to forge iron with. Yeah, his... and I'm thinking in my head because I'm like really trying to be like, what the hell does he want to smith right now? Um, the only thing I can think of is because of like just after this scene. He's like, you know, um, he goes to get that. He steals the little amulet or the 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 house sigil. Yeah. Whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm thinking maybe he's like, oh, I'll just forge one. You know, but does he know then... that he needs that yet? Because I feel like I feel like the the blacksmith that's working tells him, like, you can't forge iron until you have given been given one of the little. Doobies. Oh, very cool! And then, very and then he cool. goes and is like, ah, "I'm gonna, gonna get make it. So these then pals, and then I can steal." Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. there you go. So, okay, still a mystery on what he wants to forge. Then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then he goes to the Numenorian Red Lobster and he has a seafood <laughs> meal. Um, he gets a- accosted by some dudes and uh, being lesser than the Numenorian. So yeah, again, there's this um, sort of. Uh, classism going on. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, he instead pulls out the charm and buys everybody drinks instead. Um, and uh, instead of getting into a fight, um, all the while is able to uh, sneak one of those those little house sigils away from one of the douchebags. Sadly, he gets caught. A douchebag with like a Caesar haircut. Like what was going on yeah. with that hair? Mm-hmm. Definitely. It was a confusing um, choice, the hair. <laughs> with the ha- so hair far department. You hear that? So far that's my only problem with the show. <laughs> yeah, for the next episode, fix it, hair department. You uh, heard me. I just don't like those short bangs. <laughs> <laughs> it's very weird and spooky. Um, but yeah. So yeah, he gets caught. Um, mostly sadly for them though, because turns out Halibrand is like the Hulk and is like, you don't want to see me angry. <laughs> and single-handedly it destroys these dudes mm-hmm. um, in a very surprisingly violent scene. I was like, oh, oh, yes. oh, okay. Wow, wow, wee, wow. Um, and then he gets arrested. Oh, whoops. Um, and then we go back to Galadriel and Ellen Deal, who are now in the uh, Hall of Lore that he was talking about. Um, basically doing a Google image search of... <laughs> um, the Sauron logo. The logo. Right. Where is this? Where can I find a PNG of Sauron? Yeah, of Sauron's logo. <laughs> the old man. Is this a JPEG? Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn it. It's a JPEG, not a PNG. It's oh, three megabytes. Take... We can't email this. <laughs> it 
going to take me hours to download. Um, we get a we get a reveal uh, that the king uh, Tar Palantir, uh, Muriel's dad, is loyal to the elves, and this is why the Hall of Lore um, hasn't been burned to the ground. Um, so then the Google image search comes back, and uh, <laughs> lo and behold, the symbol is actually a map of the Southlands, or Uh-oh. what later becomes Mordor. Yikes. And apparently Morgoth had a contingency plan uh, in the case of his death or demise, which is starting to sound a lot like the Emperor in Order 66 to me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Execute Order 66. Um, so Morgoth's plan basically was like, if I die, Sauron and the orcs should meet up in the Southlands and get super evil there and make Middle-earth great again. <laughs> um, then we're back with the Harfoots. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nori is dead set on helping the stranger find the meaning of the constellation he was referring to with the fireflies that he murdered. Fireflies. Fireflies. <laughs> I got stuck up on that. Not again. Um, not again. Not again. Please, God. Um, but yes, uh, she goes to steal a few pages from... Uh, uh oh god uh, Sadox. Sadox. Mm-hmm. yeah Sadox. um starbook uh and all the while they're having this sort of memorial service for all the harfoots they left behind so and it's sad. actually yeah. super yeah. effing sad oh my god really brings um, into view what a what a rough life that is mm-hmm. treacherous yeah and um like just like some of the most simple things like even that they just it's it's hard for for little people you know well and that the hobbits weren't once the carefree people we come to know them as right yeah totally it's progressed to this because this is this is how you survive you know they were much more adventuresome and now they're much more yeah that is an interesting take on it too yeah because we've i don't think we've ever really they've at least as far as our knowledge has been they've always been this Mm -hmm. right um but yeah, so we wa- and oh, we got we watch Poppy's, uh, you know, Nori's friend, her heartbreaking reaction to hearing her family's her name being family. read, oh, being killed in a landslide or something. God, jeez, really and sad. Her, yeah, like her, like acting there, Chef's Kiss, very good. Yeah, um, I really like Pop- broke, broke I really like Poppy and Nori. I really yeah. like. Yeah, they're really sweat. I'm surprised at how much I like them because I remember from the like we talked about this last time, like. There is something about the uh, the advertisement. Like, I think I remember her, like, peeking through a, a hole in a fence or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was, it just felt very, like, like this is how SNL would make fun of the show, <laughs> you know? Sure. I, there, there's something about it that felt, like, right. super right. cheesy and not right. Um, but there's, yeah, you can't help but like them. They're so freaking cute. Um the stranger stumbles into the sad party and um, finds his constellation map, and then he, uh, then the fires all around him get bigger, and he accidentally starts to burn the constellation map. What a dummy! Um, and then uh, you know stumbles around and reveals himself to the rest of the Harfoots for the first time, and rats out Nori by calling her by name. Oopsies. Um, so Sadok uh, reprimands her and basically sends her and her family to the back of the caravan, which is better than total banishment. But, but bad news Nori's... given her dad's current um, foot situation. situation. Oh, yeah, right. the foot situation. His condition is not great. Um, so, yeah, more or less, 
you, you might as well be sentenced to death at this point because um, they're going to fall behind. And, you know, th- th- it's ironic that they're, you know, like they're like saying is like no hard foots left behind, but they they will. They will. They very will easily leave you behind. Leave you behind. <laughs> is, turns uh, out. <laughs> yeah. It turns out that's just a metaphorical leave behind. Um, so uh, then we get a father and son talk with uh, Aaron Deal and Isildur. Uh, Isildur is acting a little bit like Luke Skywalker from A New Hope, at least because <laughs> I just, you know, hearing him talk about like um, about how he the what do you call him the um, derp derp derpity beep boop bap. Um, he's he's like studying for this like ship test yeah he's um, he's nine days away from his uh mm-hmm. his exam and he's like i don't want to do it now i want to do it next year i want to go to tashi station mm-hmm. tashi station get some camera i'm gonna go to the stars i want to be part of the rebellion um and then arendil's uh daughter um apparently makes it into the builders guild good for her yes and um i'm curious like again I, my my wheels are turning because she's a, a new character, so we're trying to find out like why she's important. Mm-hmm. So Builders Guild, she's gonna like be helping build something or maybe design something. Um, you know, perhaps the uh, you know, somehow their story gets wrapped up into Kellumbrimbor's yeah, could be story, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and building the forge. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We'll see. Um. Galadriel visits Halibrand in his cell um, because she's found out, she did, apparently did another Google image search, um, that the symbol that he has on his coin purse, not that coin purse, <laughs> the other coin purse, mm-hmm. um, is uh, that of the royal lineage. Um, right. And then he uh, should be a king of the Southland. Um, the king of the South! Uh, he seems to have run away from that past because it was his relatives that joined with Morgoth, and he doesn't want to F with that. Um, Galadriel is now convinced that their meeting was not by chance and that they are both destined for a redemption arc for their people, um, which is interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Right? I like that for the both of them. That that That... Is good enough for me. <laughs> um, and I, I think, don't that think what it, go- sorry, no, I, I, I don't, I don't think all's well that ends well with with Halbrand. No, no, no. I don't think I, it can. I, I don't think it can, and I, it, it's honestly because he has such close, at least as far as uh, the the movie representations go, he's got so many close ties to Aragorn in terms of personality yeah. and mm-hmm. totally. Uh, just demeanor and outlook on life being super, you know, when we find Aragorn, he's in self-imposed exile and this guy is mm-hmm. uh, ashamed of his people's allegiance to Morgoth. And uh, I can see him becoming like maybe part of the Dunedain, like, you know, the Rangers of the mm. North or something like that. You know, after the South becomes like too, too hot to handle, he moves up North and like, maybe he becomes friends with the Sildor and they like, I mean, but but you're probably right. Or perhaps probably... he becomes corrupted. I mean, maybe maybe yeah, he, he's, he's destined to be corrupted. Story, honestly, you know, like yeah, it, it, um, like his his intentions are good, right? Um, but like, and unfortunately, you know, he was like 
listening to his heart and saying like, ooh, I probably shouldn't, you know, be in the Southlands because I think that like, you know, it's in my blood right. and I think that I probably right. would fall and he does eventually, which would be very tragic. Well, if he becomes a Nazgul. Yeah, I, that's very plausible. I mean, totally. I mean, he's not Although a he's got to become, right. yeah, he's got to become right. king first. Yeah, which, you know, is very, very, again, very plausible. Um, because we have to, yeah, there's sub there, there needs to be like numerous kings, um, right. uh, that end up becoming Nazgul, so he Nine can of them. easily be one of yeah. them, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, excuse me. Um, then we get Muriel, uh, informing her father about Galadriel's arrival, uh, to Numenor and gives us a hint that it's uh, apparently a big effing deal. Um, then we're back to the Harfoots and we see them beginning their caravan and Nori's family is struggling. Um, and just when you think that they're super screwed, um, the stranger gets out of the back of the cart and starts pushing. And I'm thinking like, no wonder they're having such a hard time. You're sitting so in there. Heavy, you lazy piece of shit. Get out of there and start pushing. What a dick. <laughs> God. I love Come on, that. Gandalf. Get, get out of there, Gandalf. Okay, so I, I'm really glad you brought that up. So, I mean, uh, so because we didn't talk about that before. Like, yeah, we talked is, in great detail last week on who. We yes. did. Yes. Who we think it is. So, like, are you pretty convinced that it's Gandalf? Because I'm, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Look, and it could be the, a giant misdirect, but. Well, yeah, because they're very. It it feels like they are pushing us in that direction, like just with the like all of the like even even the the stuff that he accidentally like like all the things that right. accidentally become clothing right. look like you know mm-hmm. Gandalf's him. wizard robe. Well, and the fact you know he's I mean? found by the Harfoots and now he's helping him kind of shove their cart and and. I, the connection between right, Gandalf uh, and the, uh, and, the, and the yeah. The natural affinity that is formed, you know, I don't. Yes, that 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 all completely checks out. The only the the the, the major not checking out part is the uh, is just the the timing. And again, we're yeah. you know, yeah, we are told that we are condensing time, and right. this you know the the timing of the 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 um you know the uh, arrival of the right. I mean, yeah, they're all sent in different. response to. Sauron. To, to Sauron. Okay. And, and I, I, um, I know we're not at the end of the uh, episode yet, but like I, um, I did kind of want to bring this up because I saw I literally just this morning, because um, I'm one of those stupid people, guys, like you know, out there that are watching, don't do this. Like the first thing you do when you wake up, your first thing should not be reaching for your phone and then swiping through TikTok. Don't do that. <laughs> but I do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, one of the first videos that I saw was a, um, a theory video about, um, about the, the wizards and, um, specifically in the show. And when we see the, the comet flying across the sky, mm-hmm. we happen to see five different shots mm-hmm. of the comet going through the sky. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all very well connected because the editing is great, but I think that they're, they're the, the theor- the theorist, uh is making the making the um you know the reach that each scene is actually One five different five different wizards, wizards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah i like that and that we're you know we're made to believe that it's just one but we are just seeing 
one, one of the, of the wizards that landed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Which would be very interesting if we, you know, end up seeing all of them all fall. I, it it might get a little too busy, but. Well, yeah, I mean, also... we've never seen the, uh, the the blue wizards. Nope. The... That's that's my thing, too, is that it it feels it feels easy. It would feel easier, at least canon wise, because there is barely any information about the blue wizards for them to make this one of the blue wizards. You know, um, that being said, um yeah, I don't, know. La- I don't know. Last week I felt like it had to be one of the blue wizards and this week I'm I'm like so ga- sure. I'm like Gandalf 100%. I, I, yeah. I think it's like so, let's not overthink it. I think it's just freaking Gandalf. I mean It's just freaking Gandalf. And and, and just like the the actor like his blue eyes and everything. Yeah. Like I just I don't know something about it and Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, um, but that's an uh, interesting theory, though, with the five different shots. Yeah. I do like that. I yeah, it's, it's it it does kind of like remind it just reminds me to, you know, um, maybe sometimes not take everything so literally, but you know, then again, it's also very like especially in shows like this that are like literally rated for fourteen year olds, um, to not think that deep. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, um, still would be a cool reveal. Uh, so yeah, we're, 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 I think we're more or less, it seems like we're, we're leaning more towards Gandalf, but like, wouldn't be surprised if it was another mm-hmm. wizard. Although if it wasn't a wizard at all and it was something completely different, then no, we'd be like, what a- the hell even is right, this show? Right. It's a wizard. I don't. It's a wizard. Yeah. yeah. It's a wizard. Um, uh, yeah. So then, um, final scene. We're back in the orc pit, and elves uh, make a valiant effort to escape, and they're able to do a fair amount of damage in the process, but sadly, it's not enough. Erondir is the only one of his elf buddies to make it out of the situation alive, and he gets brought to Adar! Um, And then we get a very... Blurry Douchey teaser, blurry vision (laughs) shot. Yes, of Adar's face for the first time, uh, who is a brunette, Mm -hmm. um, long-haired brunette, yeah, and then the episode's over. Harumph. Yeah. I wanted to see his face. Damn it. I got to wait a whole damn whole week. Whole week. Dang, dang, dang. But I will say that, um, you know, um, it doesn't look like anybody that we've met so far. I don't think. Unless it is. And maybe that's why it's blurry. You know? Yeah. That would be an interesting twist. Well, we definitely What's will see... Adar next week. Will we? I mean, I, I, I would certainly hope so. Where is this going to be episode four? Episode and four. Yeah, we're almost halfway. Whoa, whoa, we wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I, 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 I am curious how long it's going to take for, for our wizard friend to. At least learn how to speak. I was going to say speak, <laughs> speak more than two words, friend and Nori. Yeah. yeah, if it takes the whole season, I'm gonna be like, oh man. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, because I wouldn't either. I they've know they've got a they've got a lot of ground to cover if uh, if they're really gonna go five seasons with this. Right. True. I mean, literally fifty episodes. Um, yeah, and like what what his arc could be like. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I I'm very very curious. Yeah, I guess it could be. Uh, um, they <laughs> maybe there'll be a. Um, it'll be one comet per season. <laughs> right. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> just like ah, but that one wizard wasn't enough. Let's send another. <laughs> All right, five's enough. But yeah. yeah, I'm I'm pretty thrilled so far. It's a very very fun show. It gets me excited about each week. It's really the only thing that moves me forward in life. And I love. <laughs> well, <laughs> I love how. Um, else to live for. It wasn't immediately apparent. Like, what the fuck about me? It, it wasn't Sorry, immediately uh, apparent. Um, just because it's kind of buried in the credits, but I'm so glad they included what a workshop again in the creation of the orcs and yeah, totally all the armor and it just looks so much better than the Hobbit movies did. I don't want to rag on the Hobbit, but. No, again, it's like they're they're, they're 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 making things again. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, it 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 makes all the difference. It does. It really does. It's 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 um it has depth. It has you know it just like all the things, you know things reflecting light off of it. Like just as simple as that. It 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 makes it that much more real. Um, it's uh, uh yeah, they're more formidable. Um scary and um there's some uh, apparently some familiar actors in there too yeah oh, really? uh, there, there's one fellow who who is in all of them uh oh, wow. he literally plays every an orc single film. um uh actually made a note of it what i would like he? to know how much of his life he a, spent in the makeup chair a guy oh, named jed gosh. brophy and, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was one of the um he was also one of the uh um uh, one of the hobbits too wasn't he yeah, he he was a he was a dwarf. He was mm. a, yeah. Um, Sorry, not one of the hobbits. In the Hobbit, yes, yes, as one uh, of the dwarves. And then he plays uh, he plays the orc named Wrath. I had to look yeah. his name up. Who is that? What about them? They're fresh. They're fresh. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. That guy. Um, oh wow! He's a great character actor. Yeah. Yeah. Like th- that and when would be this, a great. And when this show wraps, I really need to know the exact amount of hours of his life that he spent sure. in the makeup chair. That's true. Really, I, I need that stat. What a great career, though, man. Yeah, I, I, awesome. I would kill for. A I would take like it. That. Yes. So cool, like dope, very dope. Like you know, there's like a handful of like like super fan, not handful, a lot of super fans that know and love his name. Um, but like. He's not like he could still walk down the street and not be like mauled by people. <laughs> sure. But a great life. I love that. Um God. Yeah. Um, so where are we going next? I um do we feel like they're gonna like do we feel like we're going to I don't know if the forging of the of the rings is gonna happen quite yet because it's gonna take no, it's gonna I don't take think off. I don't think we're there even this season. Yeah, because I think that we don't we don't have enough. Um, we haven't met all the kings. We haven't met all. And the Sauron dwarves. has to seduce them. I mean, he, you know, right. yeah, exactly. We're, we're going to see charming Sauron. So mm-hmm. totally. I mean, if I guess if anything, they might make the elf rings first because like those those people all exist. The people who end up getting the um yeah in the you know, in the actual timeline three for the in the timeline which we know they're taking liberties with, but um uh, the. The rings begin. uh, They begin forging the rings in fifteen hundred. Oh, okay. The year fifteen hundred. Quite quite so. Yeah. And uh, which which will be like in the next episode. (laughs) And 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 the three rings are completed in fifteen ninety. Oh wow! Okay. And then one ring is sixteen hundred. So. 
Isn't that crazy? Yeah, That's we like got... 10 years <laughs> later. And it probably will be like in this span of like, like an, an episode, episode this time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's so crazy. That's shit, you guys. Um, well, we're yeah, coming so, up on an hour and fifteen minutes here, so we should probably. Um, oh, has it really been? Another, uh, an another hour, hour and ten. Yeah, hour and. So, um, final flies. thoughts before we say goodbye. You want to wrap this? Wrap it. Wrap it up. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, really setting up. The tragedy that the I, and this is a going way way into the, the future, but the downfall of Numenor is going to be epic because this place Ooh. is so epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a shame! It's just like so sad, and I in the you can the, see the, the arrogance and the yeah easy prey for Sauron to yep yep to mess with these people. Mm-hmm. The loss of all that lore. Oh, so sad. Yeah, it's gonna be um, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be very, very cool. Um, yeah, I really ooh, I can't wait to see what the depiction of that is like. With the, I mean, this is spoiler alert, but you know, they they make a they make a like not a march because they have to go by boat, but they you know make the march to Valar. Like they're like, no, we're gonna take it by storm, and then the storm takes them. Right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I cannot wait to see what that looks like because it's gonna be epic. It's gonna be freaking cool. Um, there's so much I'm looking forward to. I don't. I I need to again curb my expectations because I don't know how how far they're gonna go and like what what is the 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 show arc? You know, like how where are they gonna end it? Are they gonna end it on a sad note? I can't imagine that they they maybe they, they will. maybe it ends on the the War of the Last Alliance. Maybe maybe, maybe yeah. we cover that much ground and that would be freaking cool if it was like the entire Second Age. Like whoa, mm-hmm. um, I would well, I would think entire, so. But I mean, up until the end of the Second Age, that would be sick. That would be a very cathartic end for sure. And then showing Galadriel being like, "I'm at peace now, finally, thank God." Because really, I don't I don't see her finding peace. She doesn't find peace until. If I, uh, get, um, not succumbing to the ring's power in Lord of the Rings. Yes. I mean, yes, right. She's very troubled until for sure. She just says, "I think that like the, she is." I mean, we discussed this on the last pod, but that um, uh, like at least the way I see her character arc being um, they've made her this this like mighty, you know, um, warrior. Uh, she elf. warrior. Yeah, right. She Hulk elf. Um, she Hulk elf. She Hulk elf. Um, because they want to see her, you know, have at least some semblance of an arc, not just be the same character from this into the Hobbit, into the Lord of the Rings. They want to see her like actually right. have like a change. So she's gonna find at least some semblance of peace to the point where she doesn't feel the need. She can like put down the armor, you know, and you know just be a little more um yeah just sit on the sidelines and kind of like give her uh well her yeah it's just it just her... in the same way like that like you know leia kind of goes from yeah 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 from diff- different roles as totally. as she matures and grows in life so mm-hmm. yeah so it'd be cool to see how that happens and i assume we'll probably see that at least at least some semblance of that in this show sure um sure indeed 
Well, crap. Is that it? Well, I think that's it for episode three. Uh, Wow. Thanks for listening. This was um, part three of our The Rings of Power breakdown. There's gonna be more. And there's gonna be more. We'll be back next week for episode four. Oh my god, I can't wait. Um, and if you're not following us uh, on all the, uh, you know, the Instagrams and the TikToks. On the, on the YouTube. Give the us YouTube. a like on the YouTube. Y'all, come and join us. Um, it's uh, at Inside the Tauntaun Podcast. Uh, yeah. And also join the conversation. We want to know how, like, what you think. Yes. And, um, like, and if we're getting things wrong, because I know we are. Yeah, I mean, in real time. Uh, I mean, probably. I know we are. Yeah. 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 But, uh. Hope to talk to you on the things. Yes, this is Inside the Tauntaun, a podcast in the multiverse of fandom. I'm Alyssa Simmons. And I'm Daniel Dawson. And I'm Dino Nicandros. May the force be with you. Always. Inside the Tauntaun podcast. Please like and subscribe.